Hey, what's going on? It's Nico talking about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's a creation tool right there that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it. I did it. Super easy. Super awesome. Yeah, do it. (laughs) The only downside was all the women that Ed hooked me up with were all crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So I am really excited about this podcast. Yep, go ahead. Thank you. So I am really excited about this podcast. My friend Laura is a very interesting person. She is a bartending expert. She lifts a ton of weight. She's my personal bodyguard in St. Petersburg. Um, she's a lot of fun, great conversationalist. I've gotten to know her pretty well over the last couple of months living downtown. And... You know, it's it's not Black Friday, but it's Friday the 13th. It's been a weird day. We go into mini relationships slash mini breakups, which kind of happened to me today, I guess. So we talk about that. We discuss, you know, the ins and outs of the bartending world. And it's just an overall fun conversation. So I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Thanks for listening. Um, As always... Follow me at South underscore Beach underscore Nico on Instagram at For Ladies Podcast on Instagram and L Nico two nine E L N I C K O two nine on the Snapchat. So thank you guys. Appreciate you listening. You the bomb. How interesting can you really be at a young age? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm an anomaly. that's true that's yeah accurate i when he stepped down i applied i did not get the job i i figured as much (laughs) but that's you know that's the way that goes i think it would have slowed down my podcast career anyway yeah you just you just don't have enough it's not enough gray yeah i know there's a certain amount of gray you need my mom thinks i have gray hair coming in yeah she finds like one blonde hair. She's like, "Oh, you're turning gray." Oh, Here it comes. <laughs> my brother. She told him that, and he actually got paranoid. He's like, "Am I like?" Oh no. Yeah, I'll just I, shave I my. I found one the other day. Did you? I did. Yeah. And how old are you? Thirty-one. You are thirty-one. Yeah, I was very surprised when that happened. That was like, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? No, this is life, and yeah. I'm keeping it this way. Yeah. I don't even know if I'll like not like try to change it whenever it really does start happening. Well, at least. I, like, gray hair is one thing, but my hair is going to fall out at some point. <laughs> does, is your dad's hair? Like, my dad and my grandpa. Oh. And so, your mom's side? I'm a dad, um, obviously. And then my mom's dad. Yeah. Uh, Everybody? Yeah, I don't. I think my dad's dad's hair fell out, too. Oh, he yeah. was, he, he wasn't around. He, he was, was dead before. So I'm not, yeah. My dad's <laughs> fell out at 29, though. I'm at 28, and it's still okay. It's still it's great. Yeah. I don't see anything changing. I know, it's weird, but I, I don't want to get too optimistic and then it starts think, to go. Like, do you think you're just going to, like, shave it? I, yeah. I did shave it for three years. Like, completely? Like, completely, cool. like, razor it. Really? And, um, that, yeah, it was just easy to deal with. And I was like, I'm going to get ahead of it. You know, Rachel was dating her at the time. She, like, bald 
look. So. Yeah. Uh, but then I looked at the hairline. I was like, oh, I don't even need to try and grow it. It's not great. But then I started growing it. And it turned out, out okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had hair now for two years. <laughs> but so, I mean, if it does fall, I'll just shave it again. Yeah. And then I'll work out a lot and I'll just be the rock. That, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, of course. Um, but you just did a great job of doing the intro for me. Perfect. <laughs> All you did was pick up the Dos Equis guys' yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> that's generally where it is. It's like, let's start with a sentence. Where is the sentence coming from? But so for everybody tuning in is my very good friend, Laura. Hello. She doubles as my bodyguard. That is accurate. Yeah. But, well, you're kind of out of commission right I now. I know. Well, you're my St. Peabody. I have two bodyguards. Okay. One in Lando Lakes, which I guess I can bring him over. You if... should probably meet, don't you think? I think so. You guys could trade notes. He looks like Aquaman. Really? Yeah, he's got the long hair and the, like the goatee looking thing. Oh wow. He's not as big as that guy, but yeah. you know, it's a, it's the presence that matters. Yeah, absolutely. But I hired you as my bodyguard because I was like, nothing's more powerful than a female bodyguard. I... You know she's gonna kick some ass. And when you first said that, I was like, yeah, of course. Why didn't <laughs> I think about it? Why haven't I been charging people? You've just been doing this as a kindness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you were out of commission. Yeah. Do you want to tell that story? I was out of commission for a minute. And I didn't know this. You had surgery yesterday. I did. Yeah. It was like such a freak accident. Um, you know, I, at work, bartending. Mm-hmm. And that's how you and I met. Yep. Was you coming in to, you know, hang out. And Nick's awesome and very far and few between people that come in and I know it was a struggle actually when we brought not to change subject at all but when I brought up the podcast you're like so I'd have to go to your apartment (laughs) (laughs) you're like no 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 the studio the studio now (laughs) it sounds cool yeah Yeah. so (laughs) and I I just got over a cold and so Laura's broken I've got a cold and it's Friday the 13th it's Friday the 13th we'll get into the mini breakup in a second but yeah sorry you're The skulls are just running amok over I here. Know. <laughs> but so, yeah, it was a completely freak accident freak from what accident. you were telling me. Dude, champagne flutes are lethal. Sorry. Oh, my grandmother. Oh, She's probably listening to the show. She's probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was at work. Um, we have a three-tier sink in the back. For anybody who doesn't bartend or know what that means, it's just three-station sink where you go through the process of washing, sanitizing, the glasses, there was a three-prong brush in the first um, sink where we'd scrub everything out. I was working brunch. You can imagine that the pulp from a lot of orange juice coming from mimosas were, you know, stuck to the inside of the glass. Yeah. So I am aggressively washing the glasses, trying to get them as clean as I can. Um, we've probably already led into this, but I'm a pretty, pretty strong gal. Yeah. <laughs> so I... I um, broke the champagne flute uh, in half and the base of it hit my middle finger. And it hit my middle finger in such a way that it severed a tendon. God. (laughs) (laughs) Who, yeah, be careful out there, guys. Champagne flutes. Or stimulus uh, wine wear, perfect. Just stay away from the stems. (laughs) That's my my family's big on the stemless. (laughs) Yeah, stemless uh, and, you know, acrylic. Don't even, yeah, don't even worry about glass. Uh, yeah, so I never, I've been, you know, in the industry for like 10 years now, like over that, yeah. attending, and I've had nothing like that ever happen before, so this was a, uh, a weird situation. And it's just like a random day at work, you didn't have any inclination that your whole next but couple of months going to get jacked up. N- we never do. Yeah. You never know when that's going to happen. Like, life that's goes, And that's so random, too. It's yeah. so random. 
Speaking of acrylic and weird freak things that change your life, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend named Sabrina, and she's going to come on the podcast and tell this story. But she had... Sorry. Crap, now you're good. If you want to take a break, we can. Yeah, can we pause this for yeah. a second? I need to... Because she's going to keep calling you. No worries. So we're back. We, I was about to tell you the interesting Sabrina story. And I don't want to spoil too much of it. Okay. But I will tell... I mean... <laughs> she tells it better than I can, but I can still just... The synopsis is, she had acrylic nails, bee flew down her throat. To get the bee out, she started digging down her throat. She ripped out her own tongue. What? Yeah. With the acrylic nails? Yeah. Okay. So... Oh, no. Oh, no. You mentioned acrylic stuff, like... And that's... Yeah. Right. Chalk that up to the strangest story her, I've ever her heard. Tongue? Her tongue, and she had skin taken off of her wrist, and so that's her tongue now. Skin. Yeah, that's her tongue now. That is, is her... insane. And I've never heard. Speaking of freak accidents. Yeah, and like random things that change your life. Like a random day, she's just in the park with her friend talking, and next thing you know, Whoa. her tongue's on the ground. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That's like my my situation seems like <laughs> nothing has compared to that. And it was just like I remember asking her about. She was trying to blow out a candle. We were at dinner, and so <laughs> that's, that's just making me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like having trouble blowing out this candle. I was like, "Do you not know how to blow out a candle?" And then she's like, "You're gonna want to sit back down for this story." And I was like, "Oh uh, man, yeah. it's gonna be weird." But I was just like, I learned that in February, and it's still like not real to me. What happened to the bee? I don't know if she got the bee or not, <laughs> but it was bad because like her friend, like they were investigating him for like attempted murder and stuff, and she's like, "No, like I did this to myself." They're like, "How do you rip out your own tongue?" And I wouldn't believe it if I didn't see it. I've seen her tongue. Oh my god, there's so many things you want to like say to that. <laughs> it's so weird like, though. Like you want to make there's some really bad jokes. I know. That, like, she's funny about it. like she's cool with it. It's been a couple of years, but yeah, she had to like do speech therapy, obviously, and stuff like that. Like it's just wow. wild. She cuts my hair. Shout out to Sabrina. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. But yeah. Sorry about that, girl. <laughs> but that Man. was, yeah, just insane. <clears throat> so it's Friday the 13th, as we mentioned. It is. There's, yeah. a, there's a weird energy to this day. You know, I, I feel you on that. Like, it's kind of gray out. Yeah. Waking up this morning, like, post-surgery, like, with the feeling that of you know, uncertainty mm-hmm. was definitely something that kind of started the day off with, what am I going to do today? I really right. don't know. I can't really go about my day any other way that I would have. And you and I have been planning on this podcast. Like, we've been trying to coordinate for, like, two, three months. Yeah. And so today I, like, texted you. I was like, hey, do you want to do it today? You're like, yes. <laughs> it, yeah, it was pretty brilliant. Because I'm sitting there, I'm like, what am I going to do? And then you sent me that message pretty much in that moment. And I'm like, that's exactly what I'm going to do today. <laughs> Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and I was really excited because I want to talk to you before you move. So that's, um, Yeah, I know. I, and I was thinking the same. I'm like, there's only a certain, there's a very small threshold of time yeah. that we have right now to do this before. So thank you for coming over. Yeah, thanks for Trucking so through the pain. Yeah, right. And then I responded, and when you said, yeah, let's do it, I was like, the only thing I have to do today <laughs> is mini breakup. <laughs> a mini breakup. And when you sent that to me, I'm like, oh, Nick. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what is the mini breakup? It's a oh. new, I think I just coined that term, but I mean, that's, so everybody knows I've been single for three years, but sometimes you get into these mini relationships. Yeah. They're short bursts of like super intense, everything's very intense, so, like everything moves really quickly. Right. But then 
crashes really quickly. So it's not a real relationship, not a real breakup. So they're just mini. I yeah, and, and I've been thinking about like how to go about like labeling something like that. Yeah. Because you have the serial monogamist, right? Yeah. And so what do you you know, call yourself for someone who gets into like the mini intense relationship that happens and then it and then what, two to three weeks? Yeah, I mean it's it, over. Yeah, within a month for sure, like tops. Yeah, because those aren't one night stands. No. You know what I mean? Like this is a you put time and effort mm-hmm. into learning about someone else. Yep. And then you get to a point where you're like, this isn't going to work, which is like very thoughtful, you know, because you don't want to push anything more into it and make any, take any more time yeah. to be with that person. And then you just kind of have to say, you know what, like, let's just kind of keep moving on. Yeah. And not to get too in depth, because I mean, she listens to the show, so That's I don't want to, you know, yeah, and it's not a negative thing at all. She's a great person. Um, we got along really, really well and connected really quickly. You know, she's going through a stage in life trying to find herself. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm kind of getting too in-depth with this, getting some feelings going on. It's, we should probably not talk anymore. And so then, you know, she came over this morning and she was like, yeah, no, we shouldn't, like, you know. Right. You know, it, but I mean, it's mini breakup. Like, it's weird. And it was such a mutual, like... Yeah, it was really respectful on both sides. Yeah. And... You know, I have nothing bad to say about her, but it just, I don't know. It was weird. Do you feel like all your mini breakups end that way? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> this was the first mini breakup that was amicable. Okay. No, second one. Okay. But no, generally, they don't, and it, you know, it just ends up with me trying to guard myself, you know, and I don't like confrontation either. So I just will end up not talking to them. But I told this girl, I was like, you know... I respect you enough and care about you enough that I want to at least let you have a conversation about it. You know? Right. So, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's being respectful. Yeah. And, and, and a mature adult in ending something that you don't see going in the right direction. Well, you know the weirdest part? No. Is, is everybody knows I'm single. They know that's like a big part of my life is not being attached to people. Yeah. So when these things happen, it's like you can't really talk about it because... I was like, well, why do you care? You weren't with this person, you know? So it's like a different set of standards. Mm, like yes, if I went to no, no vacancy, I mean, I could talk to you about it. I'd probably yeah. talk to Angela about it. Yeah. But if I went, like maybe I'd talk to a guy bartender, they'd be like, who cares? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it depends on the person. Yeah. Some people like would like to hear you out and, you know, hear what's going on because they genuinely care. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I'm, to be quite honest, it's like I'm just interested to like, hear how the relationship started what happened in the middle yeah how they ended and again like figuring out what the what is the common you know factor common denominator here that uh why why are they ending and like you know where are they going and is it just the other person is it like you get to a certain point and you're like nah yeah <laughs> well i mean part of it and i uh, the part that is my fault yeah is you know on my own program i'm single for so long that when feelings start to creep up, mm-hmm. my mindset changes. I don't know how to react quite the way I should probably. I see. Yeah. I don't get, like, attached and clingy, but it's just, like, things start... I start overthinking my own emotions. Right. And so I think, in a way, I push people away at that point. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, go for have it. Have you... Um, when, when was the last... Have you ever been in a long, long-term relationship? Yeah. Rachel, I date about five years. Okay. That's a solid amount of time. Yeah. And do you, do you mind if I ask how that ended? Um, it was weird. 
because her and I were extremely happy, uh-huh. had a great, great time, yeah. but then her parents end up getting divorced, yes. and yes. so instead of reacting and wanting to talk about it, she just never had any reaction to it, so she internalized everything. So when she started losing trust in that situation, she lost a lot of trust in me, and she just slowly started resenting me. I saw this one coming for six months. I kept trying to make it better, right. you know, be there for her, but there was nothing I could do. And, you know, I think she's happy now, but it's still, like, it was it was nasty, but I saw it coming. Yeah. And it was a weird way to break up. I, yeah, I can understand that. When things, when major things happen in somebody's life or both of your lives, you know, it strains a relationship mm-hmm. dramatically. And I can only imagine in that particular case, that particular case, that she, I would become very like internalized as well yeah but this that's like communication is just huge yeah you know and you, but it with at the same time it's like you're with this person you find out about all this stuff that happened with your parents relationship that you thought was a stable and solid relationship and then you start questioning your own then if you don't vocalize or have any communication with that with your partner right then of course it's gonna it's, it's going to die her and i you stop watering your plant exactly you know well, her and I, like, our thing was, our claim to fame was we were together. We basically lived together, but we never declared that we were together. It's like it wasn't Facebook official or anything like that. Well, it doesn't have to be. So, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, it worked for us. But then yeah. I think that was part of the reason why she didn't want to vocalize. I was literally sitting with her um, when she got the call that they were going to get divorced. And I, like, just no reaction. So it was the strangest thing. Because oh, yeah. I reacted more than her. I was like, Really? Whoa. So, I mean, I think maybe that dynamic where she didn't, I mean, because her and I were not labeled or anything like that. So maybe the strong relationship that she'd grown up yeah. seeing, well, now you're in one that's not labeled. So maybe that's part of the reason that drove us apart. Yeah, it probably had a, a thing to do with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i good at taking on both sides. So I, I understood why we broke up and yeah. I, I couldn't be mad at her. Right. So... Because I'm sure you guys had a conversation about, like, why you're breaking up. Yeah. It was, it was, like, the one this morning. Like, I wasn't surprised, you know. Yeah. It was like, okay, I understand. Like, I was just waiting for this to happen. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so that was the last long-term relationship that you had. That was the last. Yeah, the other ones I've had, like, another girl I dated for, like, a year. But that was weird. And then Kaylee, my first, we were, like, together for a year and a half-ish. Yeah. How long ago did the last one end? Three years ago. Three years ago? Yeah. And you've been, like, single mm-hmm. kind of since then? Yes. Yes, I... So you're 25? Yeah, yeah, I'm 28 now, so 25 okay, at okay. the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah. I was, like, doing the simple math. It was November, so it was after my birthday. I was 25, yeah. Oh, okay. But then I made a point. I was like, I'm not going to get in a relationship. Like, I'm tired of getting screwed over, and I was just going to go out and hang out with people, do my thing. Right. And now it's just kind of my whole identity, and so when you want to get more serious with things, you don't know what to do. <laughs> Right, yeah, because in the dating scene, I mean, like, we can bring that up, that up too, that it's dramatically different, Yeah, I think, now than it used to be. Yeah. I feel, like, so out of the loop. Well, yeah, because so you've been things. in a relationship for a while. For a while, yeah. And even in the three years, like, yeah, it's just so different. It, and the way that social media, I mean, like, you have to, you have to talk about it, it's, mm-hmm. like, has changed, like, how things and people operate. Yeah and the way that people go about dating and then how some social media outlets and pretty much all of them it's like you post something up one day and if your relationship isn't like super stable and the other person sees something and then they freak out because mm-hmm. they are like 
didn't know you were there. Yeah. Or somebody posts something of you, and I just can't even imagine. It's it's tricky. <coughs> it's, it's, but I mean, I don't know what I would do. If I yeah, social media. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's good, like simple, but it's complicated at the same time, you know. Yeah. And then there's the dating apps, like so. I think it almost deters relationships. I'm always surprised I see so many girls that are in relationships and guys. But I'm like, really? Because, like, every time I meet a girl, she's like, no, like, I'm not getting in a relationship because why would I have all these options? And I can meet anybody. I can do all these things. Yeah. And I'm but, sure same for, for guys, too. Yeah, 100%. There's, because now there's just the options are kind of endless Yeah. with how you meet people. And it's become, like, easy, but at the same time, it's easy to meet people. But I feel like it's so much harder to find the genuine connection now. Yeah. You know? And that's what drove me to this girl was, like, how connected we were just, like, almost instantly. Yeah. You know? I can't snap, but I was going to snap my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pretend. Like yeah, we'll happens. pretend. <laughs> Maybe there's Imagine a snapping snap. snapping his fingers in the air. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, yeah, so it is hard to find that, that connection. And, I mean, that's why, I like... I like No Vacancy. They have Netflix on, but they have, you know, you guys are there and you're friendly and we can talk and I can, you know, be friends with you guys. But if I go out, like, talk to a girl at the bar, yeah. it's, it's, you got this forced conversation, you know, and it's just weird. I don't know. That's kind of like the best part about No Vacancy. I have to like, like shameless plug for them right now. Yeah. I'm but trying I, to get Amanda to give me a referral for you. <laughs> <or something. laughs> broadcast <laughs> everybody check out no vacancy yeah, right. yeah. Um, but that's it, that's what I, that's what I think about the place is that it's cool to go chill and mm-hmm. you can pick up a conversation with anybody there all yeah. the bartenders there are very awesome and they would happily have a conversation with you yeah everybody's super friendly and that's I guess I don't know jumping around a little bit but you guys all know what you're doing you guys aren't just like hey I picked up a bartending job like this is something you guys are serious about yeah that's that's fact we when we first put that team together everyone there had been a manager on some at some level uh prior yeah actually working there as just a bartender but that was like the beauty of it because we were all ready to take a step back into like what we truly started with and loved Mm -hmm. and that was just bartending yeah you know it's not just bartending I hate saying that but rather than having to focus on like ordering and doing inventory yeah. and like all the other things it's like we just love to hang out with people and make create drinks and figure out why somebody comes in and is hanging out with us yeah you know yeah even if they don't want to talk to us it's like okay i get it yeah just, you're having a, you're sitting here enjoying something and you're thinking you know or somebody mm. really wants to like strike strike up a conversation yeah you know, you know. anyway that was a side tangent yeah, and uh, I'm supposed to not tell people where I'm going because all these girls are going to start. <laughs> they're going to be flocking over there. <laughs> they're like, now I know where you hangs out. I know, right? All these mini breakups from the past year right, right. are going to be... I mean, good for business. I really think you need to start writing this stuff down. I should, and that's how I do it. Like, when I would play baseball, if I was going well, I would write down my thoughts and what I was feeling, and when I wasn't going well, I would write down my thoughts and what I was feeling and just compare and contrast and learn how to be better from it. Yeah. And I have an empty notebook over there. It's leather bound. It's great. I should write it down. Yeah. Perfect. That's probably what I'll do today. I've, change, I told you my schedule. the names of the people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you, there's a book out there similar to that. Just their fear and health. Yeah. It was hysterical. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever read that. I <laughs> haven't, but my mom did. <laughs> she did? Yeah. My mom's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. That's not the person I thought you were going to say, actually. Yeah, no. My mom. 
She's a badass. <laughs> that sounds like it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's what the Dos Equis guy book, the one sitting yeah. right in front of you, that's all about his, like, dalliances and relationships and friendships and stuff like that. But it's, like, written in a, in a nice way, you know? <laughs> I love this. Stay interesting. I don't always tell stories about my life, but when I do, they're true <laughs> and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best book I've ever written, or read, not written, but read. And that's what I aspire to be one day. And maybe, yeah, my whole existence now, that's what I can do. Just jot it down. But yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out at some point. And it's just weird. How are you feeling today? I'm I'm, I'm just curious. I don't really get in bad moods, generally, but I'm a little down today. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to the frog pond, and they didn't have the muffin that I wanted. And they didn't have the crepes I wanted. I was like... Do you have bacon? I'll just eat bacon. I know. <laughs> but like I try to look at things positively more, so like yeah. getting together with you and doing this has brightened my day. Uh, very much the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was very excited when you reached out. Was yeah. Like, I'm like, yes, this is something <laughs> fun. I want to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean it, you know, a little bummed out and I can understand that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, many breakups, so they don't last long. You just like, be back at it tomorrow. Praise the day. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, real breakups suck, but these are just like intense, short-term it's breakups. Still, it's still a breakup. Yeah, you know? it's still somebody you were getting connected to and close with. And yeah. My, I'm not really friends with people after they reject me, so it's like you're losing that friendship too at the same time, you know. Yeah. So. I don't know. It well, is what it is. Today will be the day of being a little bit yeah, you know, you gotta let yourself be down every now and again. It's true. But I told her, because actually, one of the mini breakups the other day, Cynthia, her name was mentioned already, and she wanted to be on the podcast, so what up, Cynthia? I told you you'd be making it in the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the mini breakup from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> You're like, just FYI, I will use your name. Yeah. I will describe you at great length. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, we gotta get listeners. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I told my uh, my first girlfriend, the one that was really hard breakup, Kaylee. I got together with her in Michigan. We reconnected, had a nice little chat. Nice. And um, but I was like, yeah, I keep mentioning you in my podcast, and so like, she's. You need to know. Yeah, you. I mean, she's like, it never sounds positive. I'm like, well, you can come on it and tell your side. <laughs> so, right. Uh, that would be phenomenal. Yeah. Podcast. I think it'd be great. That's the next like mini-series, many, many breakups. Many breakups, and then... Mini-series? Well, because that was a breakup I really took hard. Oh. And that was, like, the first one, you know, so it, like, hurt. <laughs> How many, did it take, like, a month over that? Like, a year. Like, yeah. <laughs> because I was still convinced that uh, we were going to get back together. Uh, and so I was still pursuing that, even, like, six months down the road when she was with this new guy. Like, I was uh, trying to convince her to take yeah. me back, and then... Yeah. Yeah, so it took like a year, almost as long as we dated. You know, I you know I a month. I didn't give. I didn't. Because <laughs> yeah, I I was in a relationship for like three years with someone, and after that ended, I initially was like okay, mm-hmm. and then it hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Like six months after, and then it didn't really fade until like it took a very very long time. Yeah. To get over it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a good thing to, I think, go through at some point just because you learn how to deal with it and, like, appreciate people when they're around. Yeah. You know, you don't want to have, like, 
regrets like oh i should have done this i should have been nicer i should have taken them there you know so you go through these hard times and it sucks and like the feeling sucks but you kind of learn how to appreciate the future people better yeah and so when i got together with kaylee to chat it was really really nice like i just took it all in and it was great just talking to her you know no expectations of anything right it'd been nine years since we broke up so you know it was just great but it took some really shitty times to to get that perspective it's weird too when you like you have a breakup and at first you're like you're like grieving the mm-hmm. loss of like the love that you once had for someone right? yeah and, and yeah and the future you thought you were going to have right and so it's like you're, there's a, definitely a solid amount of time and you start thinking about like the things that you loved so much about that person mm-hmm. in that time frame like in randomness like, yeah random things like for me i'm sorry no i i bumped it i put my foot okay. on the table and i bumped it <laughs> But, like, for me, it's, like, this person was a surfer, and I started missing, like, the sand that used to be in the bottom of the shower. Yeah. Like, weird, <laughs> weird little things that you never thought of. And you're, like, man, I used to hate this, but I genuinely can, I kind of think I loved it. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And it's, like, in those moments, you're, like, why? And, and it takes a long time to sift through those feelings. Yeah. And really get past the, the thought of what was my future going to be like for this person. Mm-hmm. You know? That's tough. It is tough. And so when Rachel and I broke up, that's when I started going out, you know, out and about more because I'd never really been out and about by myself. And yeah. so, like, I don't even know if you've ever seen me walk into no vacancy with another person. Like, I'm no. I'm out by myself all yeah. the time. Like, yesterday I went out for six hours, just walked around town, had sushi, like, whatever I felt like doing. But with, I didn't even bring my phone. So, like, yeah. I learned how to be independent like that. But then the conversations I would have were, you know, with bartenders and servers and stuff like that. And, like, I found a lot of genuine conversation. Because you guys are being paid to listen for, to a certain extent. But, yeah. like, I've had good, good connections, you know? Yeah. Like, you... That's what I was going to say. It was funny. Like, this is the first conversation we've had where it's not just going to be me talking at you. <laughs> right. We still have a bar in the middle of us. We do. <laughs> I made my own coffee, though. <laughs> right, but you did make your own drink this time. <laughs> you made me a badass mocktail one day. I don't remember oh, what it was. yeah. And that tonic water was really good, too. They have it at Publix. Yes, they do. Fever Tree. Excellent. Small plug for Fever Tree. If they want to sponsor the show. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, so that's, I mean, I've just found a lot of good, genuine conversations and with bartenders. It's, it's, I like, that's, so, like, my, you know, not every day do we, like, it's, it sucks, too, like, as a bartender, because you go in and you're like, man, today I'm just not feeling like having, like, conversations. Yeah. But you do. And it's like, I don't like to say it's like I'm being paid to do that because I genuinely enjoy like speaking back and forth to people and like finding out like what's going on in their life or yeah. if they even want to talk about it or if they're asking me questions. But it, but it's, it's far and few between like that I find somebody that I'm like, yeah, I can hang out with this person yeah. outside of like work. But that's how I felt about Nick. Nick. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> that I was like, yeah, I can hang out and like, yeah. have a conversation with this person because they're just just cool. Yeah. Like down to earth, like not like trying to be anybody else other than who they are. And that's and you notice that too when somebody comes in and they're just chilling by themselves. It's like this person's obviously very confident in the person that they are because they're not seeking, you know, affirmation yeah. from like anybody else. It's like and they just are cool with like being by themselves. Yeah. You know, which I'm is, which glad is you noticed that. Like, that's nice to hear. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's like not easy to be said. Yeah. You know, if you if people don't acknowledge that, then 
know, yeah. Because so. I think it does take a lot of confidence just to go out by yourself and like have meals. Because a lot of people I talk to are like, I wouldn't, why, I would never, I would never go out and eat by myself. I'm like, yeah. really? I do it 98% of the time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you have to be comfortable with yourself. You're you. That's the only person you're ever going to be. So why not get to know yourself? Be comfortable with yourself. Right. You know, and yeah, these mini relationships or whatever. If somebody comes along and they fit with your life, then yeah, like, cool. Like we were talking about it while we were having a cup of coffee. Like if they fit with your schedule, the way yeah. you do things like nicely, then cool. But it's like when you have to start rearranging things too much for someone, it's like you're not fitting seamlessly in, into my life. Yeah. And I'm not fitting into yours either. Right. You know? It's like somebody, if, at one point, <coughs> and I think you're doing, I mean, I just think you're doing the exact, the right thing that you should be doing. It's like you are comfortable with being by yourself. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. And you have your way of doing things. And then one, eventually, because obviously you know you're going out and you're dating people. So you're assuming that you're seeking out someone to hang out with, you know, for a while. Yeah. You know, and maybe indefinitely. That by the time that you meet that person, it'll be, a, I think, a much easier process to, like, find out, like, you know, who they are with knowing who you are and being totally comfortable mm-hmm. with yourself. Yeah. That's a big deal. Because not everybody's like that. You know, everybody still has, like, these... And I think we all will have things that we're, like, uncomfortable with about ourselves. Yeah. But to find the other person who, you know, is also genuinely okay with themselves and maybe has a little bit of uncomfortableness, mm-hmm. but... But if you're somebody that's it's just not comfortable with yourself, a relationship's not going to work out. No, it will never. It'll never happen. It's like there's confidence that you have to have within yourself yeah. in order to be cool. And growing up, I wasn't overly confident with myself. You know, it was something that I definitely had to figure out. And I overcompensated for a while. I would get all cocky and stuff like that. So it was a process, you know, yeah. trying to find that balance. And But now I look back and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, it worked out nicely. I can... I can talk to anybody. I'm comfortable, you know, talking to you or the Dosakis guy or anybody. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was nervous right. to meet him, though. But <laughs> that's yeah, I know. When you said that, you're like, I've met a lot of celebrities, you know, in my line of work, and you know, this guy, this kind of. What do you say to the most interesting man in the world? <laughs> yeah, I know. What do you say to that guy? You're like, <clears throat> become the most interesting. Poor. He's so cool, though. He's my idol. I want to get him on the podcast at some point, so we need to make hey, this really take off. I know. I that would be that would be the coolest. That'd be a very cool podcast. <laughs> I offered to go to a baseball game with him if he's ever in town. Hey, you know what? That that's it's an open invitation. Yeah. You know. You never know. Never know. I'll get a call randomly. That's like. I'm sure you follow him on like social media. Social media. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's so cool. But yeah, so like another celebrity that was just a random encounter. Oh, we're jumping all around. It's fine. But. Yeah. Um, when I met Doug from The Hangover last year. Oh. That was just a random occurrence, but, like, yeah. the coolest night ever. Because, uh, so I was at a at a bar playing pool, and I just got there. Just put money in the table to play pool. And my best pal, Money, who works at another bar across town, like, a quarter mile away, texted me. He's like, hey, Justin Bartha from The Hangover's here. I'm like, who's that? Google him real quick. I was like, I'll be right there. Didn't even play my game of pool that I just paid for. I was, like, running down the street and ended up, you know, <laughs> talking with him. We yeah. talked for, like, an hour and a half, two hours with him, and then there was a writer friend that he had. Uh, his name is Matt, and Matt wrote for, like, Californication and New Girl and some other shows. How and so then the next random. night, after Gasparilla, saw him again. How yeah, but, I mean, like, super cool guy. You know, we talked a lot and yeah. had some interest. He's from Michigan. I'm from Michigan, so we got to talk oh, about that. Like and that. My parents were there, too, okay. and so they got to meet him. My dad had no idea who it was, 
And then we were watching. We actually watched The Hangover the next day, obviously. Right, of course. And my dad's like, that guy looks familiar. Naturally. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's because he is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <clears throat> but, like, those are the little occurrences I enjoy about being single and having that freedom. Like, if I had plans to meet somebody, I was like, hey, meet me at this place. We'll play pool. Like, this is what we're going to do. And somebody is not comfortable with changing plans real quick. Yeah. It's not going to work out if you're with me because I am all over the place. Like, you know, change my whole direction of the night. Right. Just because a cool experience was at another place, you know? Right. So, that's what I enjoy about singleness. Like... Yeah, it'd be cool to have somebody just here. Go about what you just want. but I just go about do whatever I want to do. Yeah, you're just doing you. Yeah, and I can imagine that's pretty hard to give up. Yeah, I know. That's what I think about too. Like, <laughs> those are the thoughts I have. Like, you know, start like getting these feelings and emotions with people, and I'm like, I really do enjoy my little system. <laughs> I do enjoy my my life. Yeah. You know, it's like, and I appreciate your company. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of want to continue with mm-hmm and there was a um a gal I dated last summer and it didn't go well like uh, <clears throat> it was just not good for either one of us but yeah. it kept we kept coming back to it like we would stop talking and then just come back around to it okay. so I mean I I didn't like how I tried to stop it because I didn't like the way she was being treated in the mm-hmm. situation like I was taking advantage of my singleness my freeness and you know kind of like being selfishly blow her off or something like that and go about my day the way I normally do it um so I mean that that didn't go well but that that's probably the biggest turn off to me is like I don't want to use somebody and like use their time I try not to be selfish but right. to in a certain extent you know right. so shout out to that girl <laughs> yeah right <laughs> she's a boyfriend now they're doing great so that's good. Good. yeah that's she hates good. me it's fine <laughs> Good times. <laughs> yeah, Man. That's, that's how I feel about, like, the person I was dating prior to Emily. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> surfer guy. No. No. No, not no, surfer no, no, guy. No, no, There was a guy in between the surfer guy and, and Emily, mm. and it was, like, a nine-month uh, little slice of uh, hell. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> Man, he sucks. <laughs> that sucks. It, yeah. You know, he, and, you know, it was crazy, because I just kept trying to break up with him, and he was, like, not having it and yeah one day i think i just pushed him so far to him saying like i want to break up and i was like thank god <laughs> i'm like all right we're broken up and then he like tried to reach out later like you know we like we you know maybe we shouldn't break up and i'm like no no you did it it's over yeah you know I mean? <laughs> we're, we're moving on but yeah. It, yeah that's um that's how it was with this girl <laughs> i kept trying to like make it end <laughs> it's like i'm really sh- struggling here to yeah. like make sure that like this this ends here and, so, like, like my friends in in tampa will tell you like this was an uh, like five months of trying to get this thing to end and it wouldn't <sighs> happen and so now i mean now i'm blocked on all her stuff so it's kind of funny when people like refuse to let you go but then once yeah. they do it's like you're gone yeah it was a solid cutoff like, yeah phone numbers blocked yeah like all social media outlets like cut off like still blocked to this day <laughs> You know? <laughs> and that was like five, six years ago. Yeah. Crazy. That's crazy, crazy. It's wild. People are, people are nuts. People are nuts. Like, and, all, and like myself included. I know it's <laughs> just as crazy. But when you see another crazy come through. Yeah. That supersedes your crazy. Like, 
to another level, you're like, oh, no. Well, when did you... <coughs> When did you start, like, working out as much as you do, and oh. why? Oh, that was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, well, I mean, I didn't know if maybe, I was going to say maybe it was because of, like, a relationship ending, or well, just something you've always done. So, in high school, like, I swam, mm-hmm. you know, and there was a point in time where it was an unhealthy thing. I was working out too much. Yeah. And so I kind of stepped back from it, um, but I think I've always been active. Like, I danced as a kid, like, you know, pretty much all the, I play softball, like, mm-hmm. I, I did. A, I was doing a lot. Like I probably played every sport out there, or done something. Um, but I guess really it wasn't until M and I uh, got together, mm-hmm. and I really started getting into CrossFit um, more, like just, like I don't know, daily. Mm-hmm. It became a thing. So I guess it was like five, five, six years ago okay. when I really became more more fit than I. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know because, like, when Rachel and I broke up, I started going out to the gym every day. Oh you know? yeah. That'll, so like that was do it. that was the way to get going, you know. Yeah. Like that's what I need to do with these mini breakups, but then I get in many relationships two seconds later, so it's like <laughs> I don't have that. There's too much inconsistency. Yeah, I don't have that recovery time. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay, I'm in this mini breakup. It's like three days at the gym. Yeah. Oh, no, and here comes another. And here comes another one. <laughs> well, basically, I mean, if you could just like figure out like you're on days accordingly yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like hey okay, five days five days at the gym two rest days i'll have my mini relationship there break up and like boom you know, we're back I'm at it again. <laughs> back that's the daily program that is how i would schedule i have such a weird way of scheduling my life that i would do something you're like, like that's an idea that <laughs> is a good idea and shut that one down <laughs> it's i mean hey it was sweet yeah you're welcome <laughs> but no because i i i know your hours like as a bartender and so you still have that commitment to go to the gym and do all the things you're doing it's definitely a a hard thing to balance um for sure yeah that, that's something that i was struggling with for a really long time and that's i did fall out of being uh, in shape for about five years prior so yeah it was like five years off and a very long off day yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because I just got so wrapped up in, like, that career mm-hmm. and um, being behind a bar and constantly going out with people yep. and wanting to be out and about. And that's a big piece of being a bartender, too. It's like, if you're, if you're a career bartender, a piece of your life is going out and being seen and being out with people yeah. and meeting new people and networking. I mean, like, that's the way it is with any real career, I think. Yeah. For most but it's a big piece of that. So when you get caught up in that lifestyle, it's easy, very easy to fall off mm-hmm. um, taking care of yourself in a way. And we've seen that over and over and over again. Oh, I bet. The community of, of bartenders. So now it's, <clears throat> I think people are trying to find that balance a little bit more. But with, for sure, with the hours that we work, I mean, I could, I would work some 15-hour shifts. Yeah. Like, I'm not, that's, I'm not, it's not an exaggeration. So trying to figure out how to get back to the gym and have enough rest so that it means something to yeah. like work out properly, get enough rest in between, eat well, and still work those kinds of hours, it's it's a fine, fine line. Yeah. And you don't and you also wanna go out and have fun sometimes without being super strict on yourself. So finding like it's anybody's life right now. Yeah. I feel like everybody has to find a way of being you know, have their career, you know, if you so choose to, like, 
live your life that way. Mm-hmm. Be able to take care of yourself in the way you want to. Have a relationship. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a that, lot. It's a lot, and be social. Yeah, and like talk to family all the time. You know what I mean? Like I, it's it's crazy. Yeah, you know, and it works for some people. Like they can balance it. But, I I commend the people that have like that life balance the way that they do. Yeah, that it's that's huge. That takes some structure but you got to think like even if you don't go out you're probably not going to bed till like three or four in the morning or maybe even later yeah and it's like half the time like i've i've definitely stopped going out a lot now it's Mm -hmm. like em and i will go out we'll have dinner but we'll be back in the house like by nine yeah like we're 50 (laughs) (laughs) we could very well be like considered 50 years old but she's in the industry too Mm -hmm. you know so that's and she's a chef and it's a struggle for her as well because we'll be working late hours and we're not sitting down right you know we're up we're on our feet we're physically moving heavy things you know like she's moving around pounds of like just massive pieces of like just meat yeah or, or boxes or anything really anything so it's a and then you get home you know and it might be like three o'clock in the morning per se and you still have to take a shower yep you might eat something you might not but to decompress to then get to bed yeah yeah it's hard but like and then maybe get up and go to the gym before you have to go do it all over again yeah think about it (laughs) well it's like that's what people when they give bartenders and servers shit it's like this is not like a joke job like i worked in a restaurant so i have a different perspective i understand what goes on a little bit better than some people but, you know, when somebody's just like, well, get a real job. Like, no, like, that is a real job and it's a commitment. Yeah. And I always, like, applaud the people that can do it and not get too, too wrapped up into it where it ruins their life. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a, it's a fine line. Yeah. You know, you have to be very self-aware. You, you need to know what your limits are. You need to be able to say no to a lot of things. Yeah. I think in life that's a big thing it's just being able to say no to things yeah because you want to please everybody but you have to think yourself first what's best for you right and so that was a big thing because i used to be a people pleaser trying you know yes 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 i'll do this right. and right. once you learn how to say no and like take your own considerations like your stuff first right it's way better i found that like for me it's like now that i think i've gotten a pretty solid grasp on like being able to say no to things that I need to say no to. Mm-hmm. And then when I say yes to things, it's a very genuine, heartfelt, like, yes. Yeah. I can help you with this. Versus like, yeah, I'm struggling <laughs> yeah. with this for you. And now I'm going to resent some things mm-hmm. because I'm putting you before me. It's like, no, I can't do this. I'm sorry. Yeah. But when I do say yes, know that I'm saying it with like all of the yes rather than a half-hearted one. It's like when we were doing this, you know, you said you were interested but it was a lot of you had a lot going on you're traveling around you're about to move right. you know you've got your life going on so it was like we it was hard for us to coordinate this but like i knew at some point you would come on and do it and it right. was you know yeah it was gonna be like a genuine i want to do this thing not a forced right type of thing and so like, i think i told you that i didn't want it to be rushed and like seem like we were cramming something so whenever you were good to go let me know and it, it worked out but yeah so well. i didn't want to push you into you know no, no way. And just I was, straining and I, yourself. And I was, like, genuinely, like, wanting to do it. Too. Yeah. It's just, like, I really want to do this, Nick. And they're, like, what does your week look like next week? I'm, like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
I'm gonna be out of town for like two weeks straight. I'll be back for like two days in between, but that's it. You know. Well, yeah, you just you had a crazy. It's been a crazy little, year. Yeah. <laughs> before you hurt yourself. Before yeah, before like another curveball got thrown into the mix. Yeah. You were in Portland recently. Yeah, I was in Portland, Oregon for Portland Cocktail Week. So that's when a lot of um, yeah, a lot of beverage industry folk get together, bartenders, managers, owners. Reps for companies, like you name it, mm-hmm. they're they're all there, and for educational purposes. So it's like this really intensive few days because I was there for bar ownership, which is which was incredibly intense. Where we as groups had to get together, like because we're in classes, and yeah, speaking of balance, so you have to be in class from like nine a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to get up early to get yourself there, right? Nine a.m. until like five. So we're there for like the nine to five day. After that. You have things planned for you the rest of the night oh, because man. of the sponsored parties, right? Yeah. So you could be out till two o'clock in the morning because then they were also um, you, they're mandatory. Mm-hmm. You because you have to check into these things. So it's like here nine o'clock till like two a.m. You're in there. You're going. You know. And for me, I'm like, how? Because I'm also trying to structure some workout time while I'm there. Right. And it's like I was not gonna let go of that. Like, I've let go of it before. I was like, I need to do something. So what I did was, like, I didn't move her anywhere. Mm. I walked everywhere. That works. So I was still getting the exercise in that I needed to. And then also, you know, being conscious of things. But, yeah, anyway, small tangent. Coming back, <laughs> crazy 9, 9 to, like, 2 a.m. days every day. Yeah. For like, five days straight. And you're traveling in between all that. And for then it was a long traveling day for, you know, me, obviously, because I'm going from, like, Tampa yeah, Portland, across the country. Right across the country. And then you were back at work the day you I got off the plane. The day, yeah, like the day I got off the plane. Because you got in nuts. super late, right? I got, actually, I got in at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so early and late. And I had to be, I was scheduled to work at like 9.30. Jeez. <laughs> I know. And like on my way there, there was just like, I was getting text messages from like work because I was also um, an active manager there. Mm. So opening up the place, I was like, I, I... I was walking back into some some things I didn't foresee yeah. as being an issue. So you can only imagine with like lack of sleep and then getting back to work <laughs> that it was just like what? <laughs> and I think I saw you that day. Yeah, too. you looked out of it. It's like don't bother Laura today. <laughs> like, my my threshold of like patience is is was unfortunately low, but but you made it through it. Oh yeah, like got through it, and then uh. Back to work the next morning too. It was nuts. And then where else did you go? Uh, prior to that, I where was I? Oh god, I can't believe it's been weird. It's been a weird couple of days. <laughs> so Portland, Oregon. I had just come back from being. I can't remember. <laughs> you were somewhere. I can't remember either. Help me. <laughs> was it? It wasn't out west, right? No. No, no, no. I was not out west. I can't believe... No. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. I got it. I'm back. I was in Fort Lauderdale. That's right. And it was for... Because I do... Um, with the Cocktail Guru. I'm going to shout out the Cocktail Guru right now. Um, owned by Jonathan Pogash. Who um, he and I... get, And this is just a part of what he does. He does consulting work for bars. Mm-hmm. He's a representative of some, of some brands. He's just 
all-around amazing dude, but he and I, back five years ago when I was living in Newport, Rhode Island, got together and started doing onboard trainings hmm. for uh, stewardesses on yachts. Oh, that's cool. Right. So we train them in, like, beverage training, but, you know, focused on cocktails mm-hmm. and spirits, um, which is really awesome. Yeah. Because we do onboard trainings on some of these, like, mega yachts, but we had been in, like, where I was, was I was in, in Fort Lauderdale, and they have FLIBS, the Florida um, International Boat Show. Mm-hmm. And so we were there doing presentations and some trainings, and it was just another pull on like six days of up really early, um, all day stuff out at night, and then yeah, just grinding. It was just yeah, the grind. That's I, cr- I love it. I love it. But like when you come back from something like that, it's like you need a day. Yeah. Like, just lay down. <laughs> <laughs> just like shut yourself. Like if I have crazy days. I'll do that for a day or two. I'll shut all the blinds and I'll just be in. You won't see me. You won't hear from me. Like, yeah. At least for a day. Sometimes two. Yeah. I'll probably sleep till two in the afternoon. Like, just do whatever. Like, just to decompress. Yeah. And um, if you're an introvert, that's like so crucial to like yeah. life sustaining. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm kind of both. I used to be really, really shy growing up. Okay. So, yeah. I wanted, and I'm, a, you know, the confidence thing. I wasn't going to go out there and put myself out there. So a lot of times I was just quiet and alone and stuff like that. So I learned how to be an introvert. But then obviously personality shifts and now everybody's like, oh, yeah, you seem like an extrovert. But I still have like both tendencies. Like um, I'll go out and about, be social, but then, you know, I have three days where you don't hear from me at all. And so, and, yeah, and then I go out by myself all the time. So it's like. Yeah, it, it's, it's so crucial. Yeah. Like when you have that personality style to have your downtime. Yeah. Or else, like, you, like, I know for myself, it's like, I become, like, really weird if I don't have my, <laughs> my solitude for a couple of days. Yeah. But then I also get into, like, the, I get into a bad zone where I've had too much solitude, mm-hmm. and then I have to, like, leave. Like, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, like, go out. It's such a fine line. It okay. is. Like, because now that you're hurt. <laughs> yeah, now, now that I'm, like, in a situation where it's, like, okay, what am I going to do yeah. today? Uh, and it hasn't even been that long. Like, right. And before, like, I have this massive thing on my hand, <laughs> I could manage. You know what I mean? I yeah. was like, I didn't really have all the mobility in my hand, but I was still, like, it felt like it was easier to, like, get around, mm-hmm. you know, maneuver. I mean, just, like, taking a shower right now is awkward. Yeah. Like, to be fair. <laughs> I broke my thumb, like, ten years ago. Oh, the thumb's the worst. It was bad. Like, you don't realize what you use your thumb for everything the thumb separates you from a lot of other yeah. <laughs> but then yeah showering with a cast on like everything was so weird and it was my it's not my dominant hand it was my left hand oh, but it was still like it's crucial you need your thumbs you and it's like just like putting makeup on today because like you know this is the first day with my cast and mm-hmm. i was like okay i'm gonna put a little makeup on i'm gonna do a little bit of something to myself yeah and i'm like well, i have to do pretty much everything with my left hand now and are I'm you like, right-handed well, too i am right-handed yeah so I was like, all right, I was slightly, imbed- like, I, I look back to, like, when I was in softball, and, like, I was, I could, I was a switch hitter, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I, I, I can do this. You can like, manage, yeah. <laughs> I can, I can use my other, I can use my left hand. Yeah. And sure enough, I'm, like, getting pretty good at, like, like, doing all that, so, but it's only hasn't even been. You'll be a master in the next yeah. three months. I know, I'll just make sure that I just become, use my left hand from now on. I broke the, um my pointer finger on my right hand last year two different spots oh, God. like right at the tip and so that was like tying my shoes 
you're trying to do it with like your middle finger yeah little everyday things that you don't think about it's like when you're sick like right now my nose is stuffed up i'm like man i didn't appreciate all the times my nose wasn't stuffed (laughs) (laughs) you start you like it's like for me it's like i've been in a weird spot where like emily started yelling at me yesterday like well you know and i guess in the most loving way of Mm -hmm. like stop being such like a shitty human because (laughs) you're just being like really down and i'm like you're right i need to really start seeing things and like not taking things for granted yeah this is like the perfect time to like have to sit down and be like all right you know things could be a lot worse and you start and you start realizing all the things you did take for granted because mm-hmm. of like just simply tying your shoes or washing your hair or literally anything. Yeah. It's like and so many people I know have gone through this, so I'm sure they're like, yeah, Laura, duh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or it's like in texting too, like. I'm speaking into my phone now. All right. Yeah, because you sent me a voice message earlier. <laughs> yeah, like I started sending voice messages, and I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. It's like that. This works, but. If somebody just wants to read something and then if they're in a public place right. and they're trying to listen to that, like, that's not going to work. Yeah, luckily I was in bed, so I was just here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could listen. <laughs> but if I was out and about, then yeah. You never would have heard it. It would have been like, what yeah, did she say? Yeah, you'd be like, in a quiet place. Yeah. You know, yeah, so it's not going to work. But, but uh, that's crazy. Life is weird. Life, Life is weird. It's been a weird year for me and my family. Like, just a lot of trying times this year. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to 2020. I, I said that to M too. Because, like, the wedding's this upcoming year, too, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm I, the best man. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's exciting. <laughs> I know. We still have to, like, figure all that out. But... <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> Nick's been doing a live podcast at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. And here comes Emily. <laughs> Down the aisle. It's like the play-by-play. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I've, I've been very grateful that this did not happen a week prior to that. Yeah. So I didn't have to walk down the aisle on the cast, so that was great. That is a good thing. <laughs> what was the date again of the wedding? April 25th. Okay. I'm that... not telling anybody where it is. No, I yeah. I want everybody flocking to be there. Why do you think we have that many listeners? That <laughs> 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 they're going to show up and crash your wedding. Um, what Do you have any, like, New Year's traditions or anything? That uh, Are you a New Year's resolution gal, or...? write down the goals um i actually got this really sweet planner i'm also that like serial like planner like i'm always like this is going to be the year that i use this planner but this time it's actually a really amazing structured planner it's it's called um, my planner but it's Mm mi um and it basically structures your goals for you like you write down a goal and then it makes you write down dates that you're going to have things completed hmm. for maintaining that goal. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so what's your reward going to be for this goal? Or when you plan on obviously having this goal accomplished by? And why is this goal going to make you feel good? Like, what what you know, what are the benefits? Yeah. And um, I, it's pretty cool. That is really cool. It definitely made me, because it makes you sit down, because you write it, you write it down. And mm-hmm. first of all, writing it down, step one, is the biggest thing, because once you write something down, more likely that you're going to do it. Right. Um, and writing, not getting on a computer and typing. Yeah. Like Physically writing. writing. I'm big on notebooks. Like yeah. I, I write stuff down all the time. Yeah. I same. And I, I prefer that over, uh, you know, jotting. I've, I've noticed that I become less um, productive if I sit there in front of a computer. Yeah. There's too many other things open to me. Yeah. Yeah. You're more like locked in if you're writing it down on a physical piece of paper. But yeah, just writing down that goal, structuring it. 
and, and figuring out how you're going to, to do that. And, and really like envisioning yourself, like completing that goal. Uh-huh. So to answer your question, uh, yeah, I definitely am more of like the, I write them down yeah. and I look back because I have this one book that pretty much has like all my goals written down for it for each year. And I'm like, yeah, check, check. Mm, I'm still, <laughs> and it's not that I haven't accomplished it yet, but it's, so I said like in 2013, I want to start my own business, mm-hmm. but I wasn't exactly sure what that was going to be. I yeah. knew it was going to be within like the community, like the beverage community. That's what, that's what I mean. Or in that, like uh, in that career path, mm-hmm. but I'm like, do I want to open up my own bar? And I've checked that off the list as something I don't necessarily don't want to do, do. Not a brick and mortar place. So now it's like I've honed in on like what it is that I want to do in mm-hmm. creating that business. So I might have written down like, I'm gonna start my own business in 2013. But over the course of the past, you know, five, six, seven years, I've been able to hone in on exactly like what that is going to look like. Very cool. So it's not that it's I haven't a, accomplished it, it's, it's just development that it's been, though. It's, it's been developing. Yeah. And to some that's like, wow, that's a really long development yeah. time for Laura. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> But it's just, you have to figure it out. Yeah, you know? and, and it's something you want to do right, you know? Yeah, and it's like, and I know that there's going to be, there's going to be major fails. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've already, like, anticipated, like, there's going to be failing. You know, you don't want to anticipate that, but understanding that it's going to happen and having to see through the setbacks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, because they'll happen. Right. And life, and life happens, too. It's like, oh yeah, you can't, family stuff, life changing moving mm-hmm. you know all those things a lot of that has happened since that particular year so it's so yeah that's cool though like yeah. I, I like that it's that's good for you <laughs> yeah it it is it's good to uh set those and standards too for yeah yourself, you know i'm very like i don't plan ahead as much as i should very live in the moment and figure it out as i go yeah like with the podcast i said it started because of the book and that's partly true um the Dosakis guest book, but a lot of it was I found this video of me in high school, mm-hmm. my first year that I really came out of my shell and was being more social and, you know, putting myself out there for people. Mm-hmm. I was in a media class my senior year and we did like a late night talk show themed show and it was on the morning announcements and it was out there for the whole school to see. Yeah. And so I just went all out and I was like, you know, it was different for me. And so then I came across that video from 10 years Aww. ago the other day well, a couple months ago, and I sent it to a few people like, ah, look at this, this is funny, from 10 years ago, and they're like, yeah. why aren't you doing something like that? You're clearly good at entertaining. Yeah. Why, aren't you, why don't you jump into it? I'm like, well, I don't know what I would do, and so then came out, you know, with the podcast idea, cool. and it's super easy, but, like, this is fun, like, it's easy, but yeah. it's, I can make something of my own, you yeah. know, something I can put my name on and right. do it how I want to do it, talk to people I want to talk to, and it's entertaining, and so it's fun. It's, it's, good for to sit down and like like say things out loud yeah you know when you're like talking people back and forth and I think I said this to you earlier I'm like talk about many relationships or many breakups Mm -hmm. and you were like yeah people can they can understand that you know really can relate to that yeah and that's a big deal it's like so sitting down and having these conversations it's like they're good to have yeah somebody else could listen to this and be like oh man that's me Right, you and that, that's the hope, and that, like, I wasn't, I mean, obviously, we didn't use this girl's name, so I didn't want to, like, throw her under the bus, but right. I wanted to talk about it just to, in case somebody was going through something similar, Yeah, you don't know how to react, you know, you don't want it to be the end of the world, and, like, 
it sounds silly to say almost, but, you know, mini breakup, mini relationship. It is what it is. But, yeah, just putting it out there. Like, it's a confusing thing because there's no real precedent for how to handle it. There isn't. And you're, and you bring up a point where it's like, when people were like, hey, that relationship wasn't that long, Nick. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, but I'm still upset. Right. You know, there's still, like, a level of sadness that I'm going to feel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people go through that, and it's like, and they hold it in because they're like, nobody cares. Right. It's like, well, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they don't. But you're saying things out loud that's better to say, say something than just keep everything. Yeah. Inside, which know? is an, a new thing for me like I'm not a big feelings expresser yeah. you know I like to internalize things deal with it on my own I don't want to put my problems on you yeah but you know now I'm getting better at talking about things and it helps me like I had a situation this year where basically caused me to be more open with my family like there was no lying you know no beating around the bush I really messed up with something and my mom and dad had to deal with it my brother and so I was like, okay, we have to be completely honest and put everything out yeah. there, you know? So that was a big turning point for me. But, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's weird. Development. And right. I yeah. think the, um, being a guy, you know, young, good-looking guy, you want, right. everybody expects you to just be stoic or whatever. But I think it's big time that now the whole world is much more accepting of a lot of things. And so I think that's becoming normalized where guys can have feelings and they can talk about it. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to think of me any different or like a girl or a dude's not going to think of me as like a sissy or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's like everybody goes through stuff. And so why not talk about it? Yeah. And that's weird to me that for and people holding in all those emotions and feelings, it just eats. It'll eat away at you. Oh, yeah. You know like with I mean? Rachel, it ate our relationship apart. Yeah. And it'll, it'll tear you apart. Communication is like it's everything yeah. your words that you speak are everything you know and physical in like real words yeah you know not just sitting there texting or doing anything like well, yeah. this morning like yeah. after after the mini break yeah no i almost dropped my phone okay. um after the mini breakup today i was like i just want to like talk about it on the podcast a little bit like i know it sounds weird but like i wanted to just get it out there and i yeah. felt like this is like a decent outlet to be able to do it it is and um because I told her, she was on her way, I was like, ah, I gotta do a podcast, like, an hour, and she's like, ooh, well, why don't you just, like, turn that en- energy into something, you know, separate topic, but something good, and I was like, nah, I'll probably talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm sticking with this topic. No, <laughs> it's my show here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've had this planned. <laughs> no, I've been thinking about this since like yesterday, this. yeah. But, yeah, it's true, it's like turning, turning that into something that's a positive outlet yeah you know not a negative you know coping not a negative coping coping mechanism uh but a positive one yeah you know and i i've been i've always taken like when things go down take it very seriously to learn from it and to you know figure out a way to be better and so yeah from my experiences whatever i've learned like i'm 28 i don't know everything and i'm not as developed as i will be in 10 years or five years but you know putting it out there, sharing with somebody, it might help them along the line if they're trying to find something. Like, I have friends that are going through breakups and they've been, they're in that latched on stage where they're not accepting it. Yeah. And so it's hard for them to get past it. But, you know, maybe you listen to the podcast, we talk about it, you realize, okay, I'm not the only one going through things and feeling things, so maybe that's a way to move on and accept it, you know? It's, it's true. Yeah. And, like, if... No, you guys won't, but like if you and M broke up, you could call me and we could do a podcast. Right, exactly. I'm calling Nick first. Nick, <laughs> I need an outlet. 
I need to talk about this. Put me on the show. Yeah, I'm surprised she hasn't broken up with me yet. I'm <laughs> giving her some shit later. <laughs> no, she's nice, and I appreciate her. <laughs> I, I like Emily a lot. She's very friendly. She is incredibly friendly. She's a brilliant human being. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm with her. And it, it'll probably be a, like our closing here. We'll be talking about Emily, but probably yeah. she, you know, she's been a chef for X amount of years, like high quality, knows top of her game and all that. She, yeah. But she was a like a bar back for the summer. She yeah, she came to a point with her her job prior to um, being at the bar with me, where she was just worked. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm. This is no exaggeration that she was working eighty plus hours a week. Um, and people that are in the industry and chefs know that sometimes that's not that's not uncommon. Yeah. Um, and she was pretty fried. Yeah. And everything, I mean, you could just see it. It was it was wor- wearing her down, and it was negative. And yeah. She was in a bad spot. And finally, like one day, um, like we went out, um, went over to Green Nine Hundred One over here, and we were sitting there, and she was just going off about yeah. work. And I was just I stopped her in the middle of it because I you know I listen a mm-hmm. lot, and I was I was there and obviously through it all um and i'm like i think it's time to go i think it's time to leave that place yeah and she looked at me she's like what am i gonna do and i'm like why don't you take a step back for a second yeah like reevaluate like come work with me at the bar maybe you know you know they'll hire you be a bar back for a little while see the front of the house you know she's always been in the back of the house right and i'm like come come chill in the front with me for a little while um see you know Maybe you'll start bartending. Who knows? Yeah. You know, like, who knows what life is going to do right now. But change it up. And so she did, you know? That's, like, a big step, though, because you could have that ego that would keep a lot of people from taking that step back. But she jumped. Like, she was on her game every day. She was all in. (laughs) It was so (laughs) funny because we were – she took over that that job yeah that was that was her jam yeah because, and she loved it and i thought she'd been doing while. it forever no <laughs> like i would have never i would never know chef translates into bar back very well yeah so yeah we are gonna wrap this up because i want to get this edited and done today of course for friday, friday the 13th. 13th yes absolutely and i really appreciate like i know you're moving and we probably won't talk as much but i've really appreciated like getting to know you and M and like thanks yeah, that you got always kind like always you know, trying to hook me up with the ladies, for I one. <laughs> I mean, after Ed left. God, Ed was like the man. The man. <laughs> it was insane. Shout out to Ed. I went over there so many times with no intention of getting a girl's phone number, and I leave, like, because Ed just worked it. I'm like, dude, <coughs> don't well, leave. Because, it, you know, as a bartender, it's like I love introducing other people at the bar to somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is so-and-so. You guys might have a great conversation. Yeah. Like, if I get tied up over here... I can't keep talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's really good for us as bartenders to be able to like pair Pawn people, people up, up yeah. a little bit and just be like, hey, this guy, this is his name. Yeah. This is her name. I don't know. I'm just going to walk away now. <laughs> well, the only downside was all the women that Ed hooked me up with were all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so it all ended poorly. <laughs> and like, I would, oh man. Yeah, we got to really, send him this episode too. I know, I will. I will tag him in it for sure. <laughs> I love Eddie. He's so funny. Like, <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah. Like, he truly, he is, like, a really cool dude. Yeah. With some really cool perspectives. Like, I I like Ed from the start. Yeah, And there's me too. very few and far between people that I'm immediately, like, really <laughs> awesome. Um, it takes me a long time to kind of, like, get in with people like yeah. that. And I know that, like, I've heard that's 
there's been situations where I understand that's pretty frustrating for some. Right. It's like, but I, I have to, I can't, I'm not even going to get into it right now. It's just, you know, you, when you meet people, it's not an initial, like, right. you're awesome. Yeah. But, and it is that guy. That so. is that guy. Well, yeah, between Ed leaving, Anthony leaving, you leaving, like, Oh, God. Everybody's leaving me. Angela's still there. Angela is still there, and we are scheduled tentatively to go to a lightning game soon. Because yes. I've never been to a lightning game. I have all sorts of lightning gear, just never been to a game. Oh, then you're going to be ready to go. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. 2020 you. is going to be your Same. year. Thank you. I'm excited about everything that's coming up with this podcast and yeah. hearing about all the opportunities and things that happen. We just had a conversation that you can listen to it over. And over I know. <laughs> I have to go back and. Like, I don't know. I don't know what, what it's going to be like, but I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah, Merry all Christmas. The, we can start doing that. It's the first time I've said it all year. Same. <laughs> it's exciting. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Nick. Bye. I try not to make it creepy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, there is some... <laughs> right. There's only so many skulls you can have in, like, a certain amount of space. Yeah. Like, the skull quota has been met.